My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. The latest from travel and cruises around the world. Here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on a really strange morning here from we're out at sea. This is a sea day on board the MSC Seashore. Uh, I have been literally all over the ship trying to find the spot where I had a signal. Uh, the, every place that I've done streams from before for the last couple, you know, since we've been on the ship, I couldn't, I, it just would just kept spinning around circles. Have no idea why. So I came back up to my silly cabin and boom, right away, I'm back online. So I don't know what's going. So it might be a, just a really funky signal today. So if I break up, uh, and go out, you'll know why. The other thing, I have not heard from Nanook of the North John uh, this morning. Uh, they were supposed to have like 60 mile, sixty below zero uh, wind chills all night last night and uh, blizzard and just a whole mess. So I haven't heard from him today yet. Um, so I hope he's all right, but he's you know been doing my backup for all this. And who knows, he might pop into the chat room while I'm running my mouth. But anyway, folks, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on February 3rd, 2022. I'm on location out in the middle of the ocean on MSC Seashore. Today, folks, is National Carrot Cake Day. Now, that's one thing. You know, yesterday, I couldn't go find what the, you know, they had. So, uh, but today, I'm pretty sure there'll be some carrot cake someplace on this boat. So I'll be able to celebrate that one with you. But anyway, go to your favorite hangout that has good carrot cake and have a slice today. National Carrot Cake Day. All right, cruise ship sailing from North American ports down to Port Canaveral, the MSC Maraviglia. We're going to be talking about that here in a few minutes. Mariner of the Seas. West Palm Beach, the Grand Classica gets underway. 
course, you know, that's going to soon be the Margaritaville uh, paradise. Uh, my mind went blank there. Sharon just did the little two-nighter on that. Um, we got I got to get a good report from her on that. Um, what, what she thought about it. Did she have any problems? Were they all good? So I'm going to have to ask Sharon about that. I have not gotten a report yet on the Grand Classico. Down in Fort Lauderdale, Port Everglades, Celebrity Millennium gets underway. In Miami, Carnival Sunrise has AmeriQuest, Seven Seas Thunder, all sale. New Orleans, the Carnival of Valor. And out in San Pedro, Los Angeles, the Grand Princess gets underway. Headlines today, which we're going to get to in a little while. Diamond Princess cancels 10 cruises. Royal Caribbean updates protocols. Well, sort of. Norwegian fully operational by May. MSC extends Arabian Gulf season. Costa to host the San Remo Festival. New Zealand to gradually reopen the borders, finally. And a whole lot more this morning, live at 11 o'clock. And as always, folks, if you're listening to this via the podcast, you can always access that on my accessible blog, which is uh, accessadventure.net. And each day's uh, podcast will be uh, linked there so you can uh, grab it and go listen if you need to. You can also find the podcast anywhere where you get your uh, other podcasts from, like the TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, Stitcher, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, all the majors. All you have to do is search for travel and cruise industry news, and you'll get the old fat travel guy. Because I am posting some pictures and clips of various things that's going on on my cruise. If you're listening by the podcast, you might want to check in the description, grab the link, uh, which will take you to the video side. So you can check out the clips and pictures, uh, especially days when I have more than others. So Today was a little bit on the short Newsday side, so I'm going to catch up on some loose ends from the seashore. Uh, and yesterday, I had just an awesome day in Cozumel. Visited Alma and the crew at Elizabeth's on locations. Now famous, no-name bar. I'll tell you about more, more about Cozumel and the no-name bar after this word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. 
Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right. Back at it, folks. So uh, yesterday I went to the Notre Park. That is uh, Elizabeth's uh, favorite hangout when she was in Cozumel. Of course, she's on uh, the Meraviglia now. As a matter of fact, we'll talk about that a little bit further. But anyway, yesterday I was here. How's that for a welcome to Cozumel from the folks at the No Name Bar? Had a delightful time. And of course, uh, one of the things that we did Alma and I sent Elizabeth a message. All right, I'm here at the No Name Bar. And that's Alma. Elizabeth, we wish you were here. Glad you're going to get out of COVID jail tomorrow. We love you. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Love you. See you. Thanks. Just a quick scan of the no-name bar from where I was sitting. Of course, the no-name bar is uh, right there adjacent to the Barracuda Hotel in Cozumel. And it's a crew hangout. A lot of guys, when they get off the ship, they get a break when they're in Cozumel, they head for the no-name bar. So you'd love to have crew members there from any number of ships. Yesterday was a little bit unusual a day because we had to dock like three miles south of town at the dock uh, because there was a Disney ship and a celebrity ship at the dock up closest to uh, the Notre Bar. I would have been able to easily ride the scooter from that dock over to Nona. But from three miles away, not knowing the terrain and the accessibility and so forth, I wasn't going to take a chance. So I, I had to get a van to a lift. And you know me with my nerves, getting my big fat butt lifted up, stuffed in the back end of a van, and then back out and down again. And then they, they drive me off outside the no-name bar and outside the Barracuda Hotel. And uh, and I set a time for him to come back, so I wasn't sure not to mess him. So I actually got out there on the street a little bit early and sat waiting for him, and rode the van back to uh, uh, to to the uh, port, to the pier, and it was just a delightful time. I'll be back and I'll be back there again next week, and hopefully it'll be uh, you know be parked over closer. Uh, the closer pier to no name. And I'll, I'll go over there and maybe spend some time interviewing some crew guys that are there. But it's a great spot. Um, and yes, folks, I did have um, an adult beverage while I was there, um, which, uh, you know, me, I'm not going to do anything radical like that. That's just my normal bourbon and Diet Coke. However, this is what the regular drinks look like. 
<laughs> I think must have like seven shots of booze in it. I did not have one of those, folks. If I had one of those, I probably not only wouldn't have found a, my taxi to get back, I may not have found the ship. But then I got back to the pier, and uh, this is getting back toward the seashore. Four big ships down there, all, you know, us, the Carnival Conquest, uh, Symphony of the Seas, Adventure of the Seas. So it was a big day in Cosmo yesterday, but I had a great day. Um, this morning I discovered something that I had missed out completely on the ship. Some of you laughed at me over going across the Infinity Bridge the other night. And then I had a little bit of nerves doing it, which I did. And the Infinity Bridge, that's down a decade. I mean, that's pretty low, considering. I did discover the Sky Bar and the Bridge of Sides. Wow, how did I miss this, guys? This is the Sky Bar on deck 16. And somehow I totally missed out on this one. I'm surprised that I would miss a bar. And here's the bridge of size. Johnny Quinlan asked me if I'd seen that yet, so I'll do that in a second. Ooh, wow. This is strange. Okay, this obviously is the wake of the boat. Over the rails. And this, folks, is the bridge of size. I did the lower one, so let's do the higher one. Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not scary. Okay, guys. <laughs> wow. have just done the bridge of size that's enough for today <laughs> later everybody and as you can tell it's windy out there today it's blowing pretty good at all the outdoor decks that was maybe that's why i couldn't get any wi-fi this is the only place on the boat because of the wind so uh and then did teppanyaki last night that's gonna take a whole uh, a whole um, a video because that was just an awesome experience. So, uh, now, before I continue on with today's show, I do have this uh, breaking news from Elizabeth on location. Hey, Chili and the gang, I am free. 
Yes, I am. Um, what many of you may not know is that, um, well, a lot of you on Chili's channel, you know I've been locked up in COVID jail. However, I finally passed, I'm negative, and I am heading to the ship in a couple of hours. We had to get up at 5 a.m. and um, get tested at 6, and now we're all heading back. So some people probably aren't so excited to get back to work as I am, but um, like I said, it's been actually now 23 months. Now, yes, I did go work in Bermuda for a month. And yes, I went on the Iona for a month and all that, but this is the real deal. And so I'm so excited. And I have to tell you that MSC has taken the best care of us. This is my first time working for MSC in my 30 years at sea. And so it's pretty cool, man. They totally looked after us. We had a person who called us every single day and just to check in on us. How you feeling? How you doing? You know, we also had a nurse who came by every couple of days. And because some people were actually really sick. Uh, for those of you who know, I tested positive um, after getting on board the ship, after I was already in quarantine for a week. Um, maybe it was a false positive. I don't know. I had absolutely no symptoms whatsoever. I've never had an elevated temperature. I've never had uh, congestion. I've never had, I never had a headache. I never felt bad at all. And so it's been kind of weird sitting around. I've been 20 days in complete isolation. So yeah, man, I'm ready to get out and talk to people. <laughs> You know, so it's really exciting. And um, anyway, this will be my first time really back at doing what I love to do. So um, today is turnaround day. We are only about 10 minutes from the ship. So going over to the Meraviglia and um, tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. I'll walk up on stage and it will be my first uh, port presentation since March of 2020. Wow, I'm just so excited. I hope I don't cry when I'm on stage, but if I do, it's tears of joy. Um, I hope I have an audience tomorrow. So I have a presentation at 9.30 tomorrow morning, and then we arrive in Nassau at noon. And hot air Tom, listen, I don't talk about stores like other people do. I know a lot of you guys have been on ships and you've seen port shopping lectures and all that. It's not my style. I love to tell everybody about what to do, what to see, how to get around and how to save some money. And you know what? I will tell Chili a little more information because um, at, uh, Jason asked me as well what that medallion thing was about um, with Princess being able to use your medallion um, ashore in port. You don't want to do that, and I will tell you why. I'm not going to clutter up this talk now about all of that, but I'll give you all the info. I'll give you the lowdown. I'll give you the info. And again, it's just an exciting day for me because I get to go back to work. Never thought I'd be that excited to go back to work, but I have the best job at sea, and I'm just super excited. So I'll be in Nassau the, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be in Nassau, then we have Ocean Key. I won't be able to get off the ship because we don't have crew shore leave. 
back to Port Canaveral. Again, no crew shore leave there. I don't care, man. I'll just be walking around the ship. And then uh, the following cruise, we go to Costa Maya and Cozumel. So anyway, you'll see some um, videos, I'm sure, uh, on location. I'll try to do one when I get to Nassau. And um, again, I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go back, finally, uh, to get back to doing what I love. And I hope to see a lot of you out there. And Chile, oh, I can't wait. It'll be... Um, about a month from now, I'll actually get to cruise with the famous Chili, Chili Cruises. Chili and Eli cruising together. I can't wait. So anyway, I look forward to seeing everybody. I've waffled on enough already and see you all soon. Ciao for now. And of course, we're just super excited that Elizabeth is back on a boat. Or she's not there now. She'll be there in the next few minutes. So, and by the way, folks, uh, to be perfectly transparent about everything, I have found something that I didn't like about the MSC Seashore. One thing. And as a true Southerner, I feel I am most compelled to, to report on this one, that this European ship doesn't have a clue how to make biscuits and gravy for breakfast. I was on the buffet this morning. It was awful. I mean, the rest of the breakfast was fine. But these folks don't know how to make biscuits, and they sure as hell don't know how to make gravy. First thing I found that I didn't like about this ship. So I did have a couple people ask me about smoking. I mean, I don't anymore, thank heavens. But uh, there are two areas on this ship where you are allowed to smoke. On the deck eight adjacent to the infinity bar. And on deck 18 adjacent to the Long Island bar. Um, I was up on 18 this morning. That was one of the places I was looking to uh, stream from. And it was, <laughs> it was so windy, I knew I wouldn't be able to hear it. And teppanyaki, that's to come, folks. All right. Got to get to some news stories this morning. Princess Cruise Lines has made a very difficult decision to cancel Japan, uh, Japanese sailings aboard the Diamond Princess from April 28th through June the 9th. Guests affected by this further suspension are being offered three options for compensation. Uh, yada, yada, yada. That's a pretty much normal when these things get canceled anymore. The affected itineraries range from 5 to 14 days include Golden Week Sailing, Korea and Japan Getaway Itineraries, and Southern Islands Voyages. Because of the ship's visibility in the early days of the pandemic, and that was bad news back in those days, it's no surprise the Japanese authorities are choosing to be very cautious before welcoming cruise travel back to the region. Princess Cruises is cooperating fully with the local authorities and implementing rigorous onboard protocols to ensure the health and safety of the passengers, crew, and port communities. But because of the politics as much as anything in that area, they're backing it up and will not start now until June the 9th. 
Royal Caribbean International has updated the health and safety protocols for sailings from the United States, Barbados, and Puerto Rico. The guidelines, which have been developed in partnership with the company's Healthy Sail Panel, will be in place through April the 14th. The cruise line has made almost no changes to the protocols already in place, therefore testing mandates before the cruise vaccination requirements and mask use on the ship. They can change those are the important things, right? So, in fact, they really didn't update anything. I mean, this is a continuation of what it's been for the most part. They did announce that they're looking at possible changes. Now, possible changes are considered updates. They haven't changed it yet. They might change the booster requirements. Well, I got no problem if they do that. I mean, I'm boosted, and I recommend all of you to get boosted. Uh, possibly pre-cruise testing is going to change. Lowered vaccination ages. But none of them have been made yet. So, I mean, I'm not sure why they put the press release out about updating the protocols other than to fill space and the media. Because they didn't really do anything. So, but now I've reported that uh, it's updated. Norwegian Cruise Line announced it will be fully operational by May and will be expanding operational activity worldwide in the next three months. Now, remember, Norwegian has backed off on a bunch of ships and canceled a bunch of cruises uh, just in the last six weeks or, or so, even though they didn't claim because of Omicron, but, um, you know, it was because of Omicron. The cruise line intends to start cruises in various countries, including Italy, Spain, Panama, Tahiti, and other places in the United States. After all the recent delays are restarted, Pride of America, which one has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back time and time again, Pride of America is finally going to set sail in April. And the final two that will signify they're back 100% will be the sun and the spirit and they get underway in early May. So by early May, unless the world comes to an end, Norwegian will be fully operational. MSC Cruises announced the extension of the cruise season in the Arabian Gulf through June 25th with the cruise ship MSC Belisama. The cruise line will offer additional seven-night cruises with stops in Dubai, Abu Dhabi, and Surbanyas in the United Arab Emirates and Doha in Qatar. On March 26th, the Bellissima will finalize scheduled Red Sea itineraries between Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, and move to the Arabian Gulf, replacing the on April the 2nd. I had an interesting discussion with the, the teppanyaki uh, chef last night. He has been on both the Bellissima and the Virtuoso, and also on Seaside and now on Seashore. Interesting, interesting gentleman. MSC Virtuoso has been sailing in the region since November of 21st, uh, since November of 21, 2021. And after the end of the winter, it is 
season will return to Europe, to Homeport in Southampton, England, for the summer season. In July, MSC Bellissimo will sell to the Far East Opera itineraries in Japan, assuming Japan gets back operational. The Arabian Gulf region has proven particularly attractive to MSC cruises, passengers this winter, thanks to the exciting itinerary, which includes additional ports uh, and two nights in Dubai. In addition, the effectiveness of the health and hygiene protocols established both by the company and by the local authorities for entry and stay into the region have made passengers feel safe. So it seems like they've gotten over the couple little blips on the radar that they've had. And as I have said numerous times, folks, I have felt 100% safe on board the ship. Not even a hint of a question of a problem to me. I even felt safe in Cozumel yesterday. Cozumel, everybody masks unless you're eating or drinking. Indoors and out. So I was not at all uncomfortable being out in the public yesterday. So, um, but that's me. Costa Cruz's new flagship is hosting this year's 72nd edition of the popular San Remo Festival. The ship will anchor off the coast of San Remo until February 6th and is the first floating stage in the festival's history. The most popular Italian song contest for the first time is hosted at sea thanks to the collaboration between Costa Cruises and Ray Publica, Costa Toscana, the new green ship of the Italian cruise line, will be a floating stage with live shows presented by the host stars Orietta Berti and Fabio Ravazzi with exceptional Italian artists who perform each evening on the stage in the ship's theaters. We always like to end on some good news. For some good news, finally, out of this area, officials in New Zealand confirmed just a few hours ago now, it's early this morning here, that the country will begin to reopen its borders in coming weeks. However, the process is not expected to be completed until October. So when they say they're gradually reopening, they're doing it turtle speed, really slowly. Earlier plans to reopen the country were shelved as the Omicron variant spread around the world. Uh, borders have been closed apart for a short-lived travel bubble with Australia for nearly two years in response to the pandemic. The border will initially open to vaccinated New Zealand citizens and visa holders coming from Australia, then from the rest of the world, and finally to all other vaccinated visitors. Travelers will still have to self-isolate at home for 10 days, but will no longer have to pass through space-limited managed isolation facilities known as MIQ. Fully vaccinated New Zealanders and other eligible travelers from Australia will be able to enter New Zealand without staying in MIQ from February 27th on. Two weeks later, they could come from all other countries. Critical workers and skilled workers will be eligible to enter New Zealand 
from that date forward. So good news for the New Zealanders down under. Maybe Australia will get their butt in gear as well. All right, that's it for the news today, folks. Not a whole lot of news, which is a good thing. All right, let's see who's in the chat room. Um, by the way, I'll probably do a live stream this evening, maybe. Since I did one pretty late the other night and it cut, you know, all my European guys were already asleep by the time the stream came on. Maybe I'll do a live stream tonight about, you know, five o'clock my, my time. So that would be five, that'd be 11 o'clock. Um, no, five, 10 o'clock GMT. That wouldn't be too awful bad. So let's shoot for a live stream at five o'clock, see if there's anything going on that I missed. Maybe be at the hot tub. I don't know. I had a nap too long. They were in a hot tub this morning. So I have to play that by ear too. But let's shoot for five o'clock tonight for a live stream. Feel free to join us if you want to come in the chat and ask any questions or make any comments or talk about hot air time, sex bombers that he keeps sending to this channel. I'm teasing, of course. Jack's with us from Conroe, Texas. 37 degrees. What the hell happened to your weather, Jack? Holy God, that's 30 degrees down. Carol's with us. Hi, Carol. Cindy's here. Amy's with us. Michael Gale, green, greetings from snowy Greenwood, Indianapolis, Indiana. First time watcher. Hey, welcome aboard, Michael. We do this every uh, every day. Trail and Cruise Industry News at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're in Indiana, so that's Central Time, so that's 10 a.m. your time, I guess. Um, and we have some fun. I mean, I'm out on a cruise now. This is second of three back-to-back-to-backs um, -back -backs that I'm doing. Uh, but I'll I'll try to get a live stream going this evening, uh, just uh, some from somewhere on the ship. Uh, but feel free, Michael, to uh, join in the chat with the. You'll see these guys will carry on a conversation throughout the whole show. Uh, Jason's with us. The title card says you're still at No Name Bar. No, I didn't say I was at No Name Bar. I said No Name Bar because I wanted to promote it a little further for Alma and all her gang. There at the Barracuda Hotel. Because if you're ever in Cozumel and want a nice little locals place to go, they're fabulous people. It's a nice little place. It's nothing fancy. It's a nice locals place. And I, I thoroughly loved it. So, but no, I'm not at the bar, Jason. I'm like on the boat out in the middle of the ocean. Gretchen's here out in Ohio. Hi, everybody. 26 degrees. Expecting a foot of snow by tomorrow. God bless you, Gretchen. Uh, make sure you uh, get out your uh, fur-lined uh, undergotchies uh, to go out and roll in the snow. Nikki's with us. Nikki's on her way to Los Angeles from the South Pacific. Yum carrot cake. Yeah, I know. I agree with that one. You know, big fat guys like me. How can you not like carrot cake? February 13th on Davina. Ah, so 
the 13th. I'll pass you. I'll be getting off as you're getting on. That's going to, that's too bad. But uh, yes, um, I'll have reports all next week from the Davina. I'll have something about every day on the Davina. So yeah, stay tuned, Michael. You'll, you'll get a lot of information before you get on the ship. So you'll feel right at home when you walk in the door. Uh, Nikki says, Burr, do a Gretchen Ockery. Um, ice storm on the way here at Pittsburgh. I'm not surprised at that one. Man, I tell you what, I'm, I'm sure glad that I'm missing all this weather. Holy cow. I mean, we had a little in Virginia, and then I escaped before the next round came in. And now they've had another round. So I'm just glad I'm down here. Even though, the, you know, we had some pitiful weather for the first you know, the, the freedom of the seas, you know, the first two days of that was awful. Then the first three days of this cruise was awful. And my day in Miami was awful, but weather-wise. But, um, yeah. yeah, we've had nice, nice weather the last couple of days. So nice today, only it's windy. It's warm. Uh, air temperature like 79 this morning. Uh, but it's it's breezy on all the outside decks, a noisy breeze too. Gretchen fussing about her auto connect. Yeah, you know, I sometimes wonder if auto connects is worth it. I guess it's all times with me. Uh, Michael says five inches right now, going for eight to ten out in Indianapolis. Nothing like icy sheets in hilly Pittsburgh. And that's the truth. <laughs> I remember many a time when I was up up there sliding around on those hills. Good heavens. Yeah, it can be pretty nasty driving around Pittsburgh in bad weather. Jack says uh, hello to Michael, a former fellow Hoosier, now a Texan. Jack's from Indiana as well, as is uh, my niece was born in Indiana. My sister lived out there for a long time, 10 years or so. Jason says, what was wrong with the biscuits and gravy, big fat travel guy? It sucked. <laughs> the biscuits were uh, kind of flaky, falling apart. Um, and, and almost no taste to the biscuits. I mean, they were sort of, if it tasted like anything, it was a biscuit moving toward a croissant taste, but it was, it was flaky, not even, even close to the right consistency. And the gravy had no flavor whatsoever. It was like paste. No spices, no, uh, just nothing. Uh, you know, it was just, it was terrible. I'll never do that again on an MSC ship because, and that's a, literally that's the first thing I've had that was even questionable as far as I was concerned. And it was, just, I mean, the rest of my breakfast was fine. Yeah, you know, you know, I have a big breakfast anyway. Teppanyaki last night was an experience, not only from the entertainment value, because they, you know, they put on a show, but man, the food was good. 
I still have mixed feelings about specialty restaurants and the way they try to pound you for more money when you're already paying an exorbitant price for the meal to start with. So I'm still not a big fan, but I, I certainly can't complain about the food and the quality of the food that I had in the two big specialty restaurants I did on this ship. The Steakhouse and Tabanyaki, which was a two package deal for like a hundred bucks or something. Uh, I did do an add-on last night to add lobster and something else. Lobster and maybe scallops uh, added into the whole teppanyaki thing package with the steak and the rice and the show and the you know, some sushi sashimi but I mean it was oh, it was awesome uh, but anyway yeah it's, it's expensive now what you got to do folks before you decide on this and I, again I'm an old fashioned cruiser guys there wasn't anything such thing as especially restaurant when I started and I started cruising and I didn't have money to do anything extra you know counting pennies to go get on a boat. So I loved cruising from the get-go from what you got for free and what was included, which is why still to this day, I have no problems at all with main dining rooms. The my meals in main dining rooms are generally always very good. and I'm very happy with that. I usually don't eat in buffets except for breakfast. I've eaten buffets a couple of meals and it's been okay. But to decide to do a specialty diet, number one, you got to be able to afford it. You got to be able to spend, let's say, an extra 50 bucks over and above whatever else you spent on the cruise, but 50 bucks, let's say, or more to do a specialty restaurant. And then they're going to try to add on to beat you to death for more money. You know, they're going to try to take you from. What was my, I had a 14 ounce steak, I think it was, a 14 ounce sirloin. And, and, you know, I could have spent an extra 30, 40 bucks and gone up to a 24 ounce. I don't know, something ridiculous. I had trouble finishing the 14. Next, um, I've got I've got that included on Davina next week as well, the steakhouse. I'm just going to have the filet. I'm not going to go even go to the 14 ounce sirloin. I just give me my, the filet and I'll be happy with all the extras that come with it. But you got to decide number one if you can afford it. Because if you're on, if you're a bargain cruiser, you know, don't even think about it. Then you got to determine if it's worth it. And I'm telling you right up front, the food was excellent, but you got to put up with the hassle of them trying to upgrade you. And you got to um, you decide if the expenditure of that money it can be better spent elsewhere or if that's where you want to spend it. If you got all the money in the world and you want a super fine meal, then do specialties all the time because the, the quality of the food is outstanding. Well, I do specialty restaurants. If it wasn't for this show and my audience, 
and providing information, my thoughts about those kind of things to you guys. I'm not sure I'd spend the extra money, but I did now. I'm not sorry that I did because I had two nice meals. And, you know, now I'm at the point where, I, you know, I'm not counting pennies like I did 40 years ago when I started cruising. So, um, how did I make it all the way up to deck 16? I don't know. And, and then have the uh, shot going. I tell you what, Jason, I'm, you know, I'm a bit of a, have this yellow streak up down, you know, from outside my right shoulder to outside my left shoulder. I was nervous. I had, I got my stomach up in my throat and that was on the low bridge the other night. That one this morning, I about panic going across that because, man, that's a long drop straight down to the water. And it's, I mean, I'm glad I did it. It gives me a chance I can fuss at two people. I can fuss at Sue over the cruise editor of the London Times because she did one of those things and I fussed at her. But what in the hell did you do that for? And uh, Johnny Quinlan, who says, oh, you got to go to the bridge of size now. So I can fuss at both of them for doing that. So, uh, let's see. Katie's with us. Hey, Katie, good to see you. Um. <laughs> Jason says hotter times getting his nails done. I'm not surprised. He does like the fancy tipsy. Hi, <laughs> Emily's here. Hello, Jillian Gang, she says. Everybody's saying hi, Emily, up here in New York. Do you have to make your own bed or can the staff go? Oh, but no, 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 no. I don't make my own bed. As soon as I leave in the morning, he's in here and cleans up the room and, you know, takes the empty Diet Coke can. Well, they don't have Diet Coke. They have, what the hell is it called here? It's uh, it's not Diet Coke. It's it's something similar to that. I can't remember now what it's called. It's terrible. It's not like Diet Coke that I'm used to. But, I mean, so that's the diet drink, so I, that's what I'm using. Um, but yeah, no, Emily, they do all that. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I work. I got up this morning and worked for a couple hours, and got her and got a shower and you know got dressed, packed all my stuff up and went to breakfast and came back and worked a while longer. Um, and then it was time to, you know, go find a good place to set up to do the show today. And that's when I started running, had run all over the damn place, trying to find a place that had a good signal. And my signal, seemingly to me. Is not here in the room. So there's Robin. Robin there out there in Pennsylvania. They probably got some snow too coming. There's Lizzie Lou. She's with us. Lizzie Lou and I are going to be sailing together on May 23rd of 2023 from Athens, Greece. Katie says hello to everybody. Katie says, uh, Chili, what is going to happen when you change ships? Will they help you get off into your room next cruise? This will be interesting to see how this will go. Make sure you get it. Well, I can't answer that yet. 
I, I do know that I can take, when I get off of seashore, I take my scooter down to six and that's where I pick up the wheelchair. They'll get the scooter back to my cabin. So don't do that much. I, I'm assuming Davina is going to be the same rules. I mean, it's the same port that, you know, Seashore sailed from. And I'm told that that is a, not fully an MSC policy, but a Port Miami policy that they will not allow the scooters to be delivered to uh, curbside. You have to pick them up in your cabin. So nobody will answer the questions. Okay, then get me to my cabin so I can get the, the scooter uh, with uh, with the wheelchair service. You know, it's pretty simple. You can't make a handicapped person walk. That's just not uh, the thing to do. I have so far fallen on deaf ears. Royal Caribbean, on the other hand, I have scheduled the uh, gentleman in charge of all accessibility for all Royal Caribbean ships. He and I are going to sit down and talk about those very issues on the show one day, as soon as I get back home, uh, because we don't want to take a chance on a, a, on a show of that importance to the handicap community. Um, don't want to run risk of having a you know funky Wi-Fi, so uh, I will sit down with uh, Ron Pettit, uh, and we're going to talk about those issues. I have not been able to come up with that same person on MSC yet. This afternoon, I have a little time. I'm going after I process the show today and process the podcast. I'll probably go down and maybe try to pull the the uh, guest services manager off to the side and say, okay, we need to come up, we need to talk about how you guys do this and who can I see to try to fix it? So, but yeah, right now I'm assuming the Davina is going to be the exact same way. The only difference is my appointment time with Davina is like three o'clock as opposed to 12. So, I'm going to be much later in the day. So that's going to eliminate some of the waiting that I had to do. Although I'm going to be waiting on the front end because check out the hotel is noon. So I might have to do a, a late check out at the hotel because I mean, it's, it's, uh, from the hotel, it took maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes counting, calling Uber and them getting there and uh, to the port. So, but yeah, we're going to. I don't know. Katie, I wish I could answer that. <laughs> At least I know I can't do it because I had to do it this time. Oh, I'll have to compete with you at 5 o'clock. You're doing a live stream at 5 o'clock. Well, now, maybe I don't want to do a 5 o'clock good, Jason. I don't want to compete with you. Maybe we'll do a 4 o'clock. All right, if you're doing a live stream at 5 o'clock, I will try to, I don't want to do it after. 
because there's a show tonight, and we'll go to another show. All right, I'll shoot, shoot with four o'clock, Jason. I'll try to get, I'll try to get it together and do a live stream about four o'clock today, and promote that. Uh, what's your next cruise, Chili? Uh, I do the Divina on Sunday, again on Saturday on on Seashore, and do the Divina seven days on Sunday. Back same itinerary that Seashore had this week. And then uh, I go home for a couple weeks, and then I do Maribiglia out of Port Canaveral, so which I'll be with uh, Lisbeth. Emily says the Olympic uh, Olympic opening starts tomorrow night. Okay. Michael says Eastern on his. Yeah, that's the week after this, the Eastern Caribbean. Yeah, unfortunately, the the, the itineraries have to go back to back. I didn't care. I just wanted to do the ship. So, and it was a really good bargain. You know, one of the main reasons that I booked the MSC, other than I want, I've wanted to do an MSC for a long time. Uh, and one of the re main reasons is because they had no add-on for solo no single supplement at all now that's not all the time folks but i happen to catch all three of the ships sailing from the u.s with no supplement now, i was not as lucky on the inaugural coming up of uh, this, the new one in december i paid 50% add-on for that, but I have the price guarantee so that if they've dropped the price, I can jump on the new price. So, and it says they're having a mild 40s rainy day today, tomorrow an ice storm. Yeah, I've heard that. Did you get the drink package on MSC? I have the plus, which covers everything and that was included so i didn't actually pay for it uh, that was part of the package i had because normally i don't buy drink packages um, i have, might have to rethink that now because i'm drinking more i mean yeah i usually do a, my bloody mary in the morning and maybe i'll have one of my cocktails in the afternoon or in the evening but MSC has my friend of bourbon. So, you know, I'm going to drink more because they got my Elijah Craig. And then I had made the mistake of doing the silly Brandy Alexander thing. And I fell in love with that. Uh, have I had, I don't think I've had a, a pina colada yet on this cruise. And that's something I always do at least once is a pina colada. <laughs> so, yeah, but I do have, I do have a drink package on this one. So it's, I mean, you know, other than the first couple drinks I had, uh, which I didn't realize how it worked. Uh, yes, everything's covered, including my Elijah Craig. That's part of the drinks package, which is awesome for me. But they all have been covered by the drinks package. My Bloody Marys are covered by the drinks package. My Diet Cokes are covered by the drinks package. Those big ass bottles of water are covered by the drinks package. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Jason says, I think you got the vegetable package. Absolutely. Got to keep his vegetable levels up. Keep the vegetable levels up. I am doing it. And got the charcoal pizza. Normally at midnight buffet. No, I haven't. <laughs> Me and midnight I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna happen, hon. It's just I can't last that long. I mean, I got back to my cabin the other night when I did the show, and then stopped for a nightcap afterwards. Over with, and it was like ten o'clock when I got back to my cabin, and that's. That is late for me, Lizzie. That's really late for me anymore. <laughs> My life has definitely changed from the way it used to be. I'll tell you. Holy cow, has it changed. No carrot cake for Emily? Oh, no, I got to have I'll, I'll go ahead and get some carrot cake tonight somewhere. I'll find some someplace. I'm looking to try biscuit and gravy on Wonder of the Seas. Never had them. Well, I, I mean, as a Southern boy, I mean, that's a staple for us. I mean, you know, I love to have biscuits and gravy for breakfast. Hell, even the biscuits and gravy at McDonald's isn't bad. I mean, it's, it's not like you make biscuits and gravy real Southern style of doing it. But that's at least, that's not bad. Hardy's has got biscuits and gravy. Fast food joint. They're okay. They're not the best in the world. McDonald's actually has a pretty respectable flavor on biscuits and gravy. And their biscuits are good. And, of course, Hardy's biscuits are excellent. But, anyway, so, good luck on uh, Wonders of Seas. I have no idea if they have biscuits and gravy or not. I've been on that ship. I did not see uh, biscuits and gravy on Freedom of the Seas. But that's not something I look for on a cruise. Usually, I mean, I look for my Eggs Benedict and Lox and Bagel. Uh, and then the regular, you know, scrambled eggs from the buffet and sausage and bacon, all that stuff. <laughs> so, do you think you will have broadcast problem on Davina? It's not a smart ship. Not sure exactly what smart ship means. I don't know. Um, I had heard. Uh, bad reports on the ship as well. And I have had relatively few problems. Maybe they've switched over to using the satellite system uh, for the Wi-Fi now, um, which is a little different from some of the other ships use. But, I mean, you know, yeah, the, I had issues today running around the ship. That could have been weather related as well because it's windy. Um, I don't know, you know, that's technically over my head. Davina, I don't know uh, until I get on there. But if it's anything like this, yeah, it's going to be no problem at all. So, but and I've got a backup plan in place, uh, Michael. If I have wonky signals, I've got John up there in Minnesota uh, that I'll send him my script. And he'll get it on the air for me. He's doing my backup for all, all my traveling now if, if I need it. So far, so good. You know, he, he covered me on a couple of days on Freedom uh, when I had really had trouble with the signal. 
But you know, so far on the seaside, where I thought I would have trouble, we haven't. Uh, even like today, I thought I was going to have trouble. I was figuring to get back to my cabin here in my stateroom and sending the script to John, even though I hadn't heard from him this morning. And uh, this single been perfectly good to me. Four p.m. and I'm still awake. Yep, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Four p.m. I'll do a live stream this afternoon from someplace. I don't know. I'll find someplace to do something just to chat. If anything happens today during the day, so all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up. If you're new to this channel again, welcome to to this. We, we picked up, we're picking up some new folks. It's great to see. Um, we do travel and cruise industry news every day, eleven o'clock Monday through Saturday. Uh, then on Sunday, got a couple shows. I uh, do the Cruise Amigos uh, with uh, John in uh, Minnesota and Martin over there in uh, Manchester, England. And I do a show with Pete and Allison on Cruises for Solos, which comes out of London. Uh, so I'm on this, I'm doing something every day from, from someplace, I'm someplace in the world. So feel free to subscribe to this channel. As always, we appreciate the thumbs up. Hit the bell notification so you'll know when I go live or when videos posted. And as always, folks, stay safe. Wear your masks. If you're not vaccinated or boosted, then go do it. You need to do it. So, um, oh, here's a question I'll pop in. Kevin Chase, do you know if they give you more than one towel for the pools? I have two towels. And then they have an exchange at the pool. So if you got a wet towel, you can drop by and exchange. But I have two, two uh, towels uh, that they gave me for the pool. So, all right, that's going to wrap that up. As always, you have a terrific day. I'll see everybody back here. Well, I'll see everybody at 4 o'clock this afternoon for a live stream. And then I'll see you back here at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning for Travel Cruise Industry News. For now. This is the old fat travel guy. You guys have a fabulous day. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign.
Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.